This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Georgia Dodge Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Did. Cox with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. Snap to Young. Drops back. Pressure from the edges. He throws near sideline. And it's intercepted. Intercepted. Kaylee Ringo at the 21. Off he goes. 40, 50, 45, 40, 35, 30. Near sideline. Breaks a tackle. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. 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 Georgia. Evening, neighborhood. How about them dogs? 32 18. Let the celebration begin. All right. Good evening as we record, or good morning as you're listening. It's the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network. Also coming at you at Brinks.tv. We like to uh, welcome you to the show. It's uh it's an ongoing celebration. Every Friday morning is a celebration, so we're going to let it begin. But I can't do that without uh, introducing you to my main man, Israel Troop. What's up, Israel? Up, guys. Welcome back. We got a we got a real exciting show for you guys. Uh, March Madness, as we record, uh, Arkansas just took down Gonzaga, so we will uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. Hopefully, you hit on your parlay. Uh, you went through betonline.ag to do that. We are presented by betonline.ag. So I uh, got a great show lined up. Uh, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about betonline. It's uh, it's that time of year. College basketball is roaring right now as we speak. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna get bold again. I, I got a little bit gun shy. I'm going to take a parlay tomorrow night. Um, see if I can't see if I can't hit on some or maybe get some of these late games tonight. Um, but if you're looking to wager this year on anything, Bet Online is your number one spot for up for all of your updated odds and info, along with great contests. And if you're in this bracket contest, um, you still got a chance now because another number one seed just fell. Uh, so you have to take you have a chance to take home the top prize. So what you need to do is head over to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Leave. To get started, Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games as well. Bet Online is where the game starts. So, Israel, um, if if you look at our rundown, we 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 got some some uh, I guess a little bit later topics to um, discuss. Some things happened while I was on spring break that that I'd like to get to a little spring football as well. But the most relevant thing right now is March Madness. So. 
let's start there a little bit. We're, we're going to throw you a little curveball here. I know it says welcome wagon. So welcome coach Mike white, but um, we'll get to him in just a little bit, but Arkansas holding down the fort for the sec, just physically dominating Gonzaga from start to finish. Just an incredible game by the hogs. Uh, Zags number one seed going down. What, uh, you know, I saw this one coming. I, I, I thought it was not going to be a good matchup for Gonzaga. Uh, turns out this is one of the few games I was right on. Man, like I, I was just telling you just a minute ago, I was actually, you know, getting on bed online and I was going to pick Gonzaga. Um, but glad I didn't. I was a little bit late. Um, you know, I watched, I just got done watching that game. Um, Arkansas just, like you said, physically dominated. Um, they were down at the beginning. Um, but one thing about Arkansas, they've been fighting all year, kind of like the football team. You think they're down, they come back, they do some special things. So um, their hair coach has got them rolling. Um, huh. They come down, take down number one seed, and, hey, they're nearly eight. Mm-hmm. They're in a great, great position. So uh, I'm excited to see what happens here uh, with, with that, and I think they have a chance now to to roll on to the Final Four. They'll get the winner of uh, Duke, the Duke game, which uh, – mm-hmm. Who's Duke, who's Duke playing again? Duke is playing Texas Tech. That's right. I couldn't remember. I was going to say Michigan State, but they already beat them. Uh, yeah, Duke and Texas Tech, that'll be a fun one. Texas Tech, if it's Texas Tech, Arkansas, that that's going to be must-see TV for on mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. So that's uh, that'll be a fun, fun little matchup. So. Uh, when, when you look at this whole bracket thing, uh, Villanova on top of Michigan right now as well. Uh, Arizona, Arizona, Houston. This is this was a game that you know talked about it on uh, Beast of the East, and even talked about it a little bit last night uh, on SEC After Dark. Uh, this was a game that I'm very excited to see because Houston is playing so so well, and you know Arizona, I think coming in was one of the best you know all around one seeds um, in the in this entire bracket. So. Uh, you know what? What do you think of what do you think of the the upcoming matchups? What, what which one are you looking forward to the most? Um, I'm looking forward to this uh, Arizona um, uh, uh, Arizona Houston game. I had a brain fart for a second there um, because, like you said, Houston is playing really really good basketball lately. They're a really tough team. They're a really savvy team. Um, Arizona's had some scares. I think TCU honestly should have beat them last week. I actually have Arizona winning it all this year. Um, but after watching them against TCU, I think they kind of took TCU lightly. Um, TCU came out and hit them in the mouth. Um, so I don't think, I think they'll come out a little bit more fire because I mean, Houston's a better team, you know, all around than TCU. Um, so I'm excited about this. I mean, it's, it's a basically a one point game as Vegas sees it too. So, I mean, it's going to be really good. I think the, the Duke takes pick game is going to be awesome. Um, you know, Coach K's trying to get win one, 100. Um, in the tournament, so uh, I don't think that they're going to let him lose. Um, so those guys will be fired up. Yeah, I mean, this is his last dance, so you know you have to think those those guys are going to play hard for him. So, uh, but if you look at the matchup predictor on ESPN, which I mean, these percentages are all arbitrary, but it, you know, Arizona's the one seed, Houston's a five seed, and Houston's got a you know their win percentage is sixty point five percent over Arizona. It's like you know, you see that and it just makes you scratch your head a little bit, but I, you know, I think when you look at it, uh, Arizona scoring a ton of points per game, uh, they're giving up a ton of points per game as well, but you know, they're, they're both right around 50% uh, from the field. 
Um, you know, they're all pretty opportunistic. They run the floor really well, but Houston, I, I just, I just have a feeling that, you know, since watching Houston, I didn't, I didn't pick it this way. Uh, in, in the brackets I had, uh, you know, I actually, I had uh, Villanova beating Arizona in, in the elite eight, but, um, since watching Houston in their last couple of games, they've really, really impressed me with how they run the floor, how they, you know, it's it just, it, it almost feels like five slam a jam 2.0. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I watched them last week. Um, they, they've been playing some really good basketball. And I'll tell you what, this St. Peter's team has come to play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward you know, to that. They, they shoot the three ball. Well, um, you got, you got an underdog team. They're playing a really good, um, Purdue team tomorrow, so I'm re- I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, and their coach, you know, he played at Seton Hall. He's taken yes. down the, the top seeded team himself, so he he's been to the big dance. So, I mean, Marsh Madness is one of the I've watched more basketball during Marsh Madness than I do the whole season. Um, yeah. And this is a, this is a great time of year because you actually see teams play hard mm-hmm. um, because they're trying to get they're trying to get to the big dance. So, um, I'm I'm loving every minute of it. And what what I really really love about March Madness, and what I really love about like the March Madness last couple of seasons, is that they've really kind of exposed the one and done. Like if your team relies mm-hmm. on one and dones, like those teams get exposed, and those teams end up you know getting knocked out in the first round. I really really like that because I think I think if you can get more continuity, college basketball will grow in popularity it'll be a much better product to watch and it'll be, it'll kind of get back to the roots of what it was in the eighties and nineties where, you know, for a lot of people, college basketball was King. So I'm excited for it. I I think some of these, you know, lower seated teams are really starting to shine through because they have players. Exactly. I think, uh, you know, when March Madness hits, I mean, that's all you hear about. Um, There's more excitement about college basketball during March Madness. Um, unlike the bowl season of, of college football. So, I mean, I, I'm loving it. I, I love I love the way these guys are getting after it. The best thing about basketball is that it's unpredictable. You know, most uh-huh. of the time, football is you, you pretty much know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, it's a turnover here or a fluke play or something another team win. Um, it's very rare that a football team has a bad night. But in basketball, on any given night, you can get beat. And that's what Marshmallow shows you. Um, we got a 15 seed that's in the Sweet 16. Only the third time that it's been done. Yeah. So I mean, um, it, it, it's it's great for TV, um, great for the, for the sport of basketball, and I'm just hoping our dogs get there soon. Exactly, and, and Gonzaga going down, uh, and then hopefully eventually Kansas going down will benefit my bracket because <laughs> if I can get I, I, here's my best chance, and still may not be enough, but if I can get Arkansas and Villanova into the Final Four. And if I can get Villanova to the championship game, that may give me enough points because I'm still, and I'm, I'm going to check on it after tonight to see kind of where I am with standings wise. But I think it may give me enough points to have a chance to win at least one of these bracket pools. I didn't even look at mine, especially after this exact loss. I got to look back, but um, let's see. Okay. North Carolina, North Carolina kind of ruined mine. See, I'm, I'm, I'm in fourth place. The 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 Ravon, uh, the Ravon Sports Bracket Challenge. I'm in fourth mm-hmm. place. I had Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as 
I think the guy King of Takes, whoever that is, he has, he has Arizona. Mm-hmm. If Arizona wins, he'll win because he's in third. He's right above me. Uh, but TSS Fantasy has Gonzaga. They just got knocked out. So, you know, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't. Yeah. So I, I have a chance. I'm not saying I'm going to win, but I have a chance. But you're saying there's a chance. I, I, I'm somehow in first place in this one. I, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, but a bunch of people got just got knocked out with Gonzaga. Um, some dude had Murray State. Yeah. And then let's see, I have a family one. I'm in first place. I, I don't know how I don't know how this is happening. This is insane. I'm in second place in my school one. So you got you got a chance to win big. I know. I got a chance to win four bracket pools. I, I like where this show me show me the money. I like where this is going. I might get to buy my private jet after all. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh March Madness, it's raging on. Uh you know, I hope you hit your bet online uh parlay as well. So um mm. so now we're gonna get to the welcome wagon. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're going to talk about Mike White. Welcome. Uh, a hire that I didn't see coming. I'll be honest with you. Uh, didn't know much about him. Didn't know he was supposed to be on our radar. The guy that I really kind of wanted, not not to take anything away from Mike White, but the guy I really wanted just got hired at LSU, which I think that's a great hire too. So, But nonetheless, I think Mike White is going to bring us a tough, gritty style of play. I think he's going to recruit a lot better in Atlanta and South Georgia than Tom Crean did. And if he's even slightly a better game manager than Tom Crean, we're going to be just fine. Not saying we're going to win the conference right away. Not saying we're going to go to the sweet 16 next year, but we're, we're going to be in the conversation. I think he's going to make us viable. Yeah. You know, I've seen a couple of photos and, and heard, heard a couple of talks about him already um, with the little time he's been in Nashville. And I think they love him already. Uh, one yeah. thing that, that I am glad that he, that he's done, he, he's built that relationship with the Atlanta schools, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be AAU, um, you know, and all the top talent in Atlanta, he's already built that relationship yeah. already, which is, which is what we've been talking about, you know, from the beginning. Um, do? I think he's going to do a phenomenal job recruiting. Um, as long as he, like I always say, as long as he gets some, some great assistance around him, I think he'll do fine. Um, mm-hmm. He's got to recruit Atlanta, recruit Atlanta, and recruit Atlanta. Keep those top talented guys in the state coming to Georgia, and I think we'll be fine. Exactly. And, you know, you know, there's some talent around South Georgia, maybe, you know, use his connections in the state of Florida as well a little bit to, uh, to kind of round out our classes. But I mean, really in basketball, all you need to do is get three guys from Atlanta every year and just be able to retain them for more than just one year. And you're going to, yeah. You're going to be just fine. Get you one or two five stars and hit the Mm -hmm. transfer four, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, show them a good time in Athens. Um, you know, you don't have Katie who's at Florida now to, to kind of help you out with that, but right. you got a really good crew over there at the football office that can help you out as well. Um, they you know, know if I'm, I'm, I'm doing what exactly I'm getting, I'm going over there. Hey guys, what do I need to do? You know, mm-hmm. who can I hire um, to kind of help me out, you know, with right. the ins and outs of recruiting? Um, you know, use all your resources. You know, I think 
I think what Josh is going to do now, especially I know we'll get to about, about with Joni leaving. Um, I think there's needs to be uh, some more money put into the football. I mean, the basketball program yes. um, for assistance, um, for services, kind of like how we do football um, and every other sport. So um, as long as we get the resources that we need, uh, we show these guys a good time. I think, I think basketball will be on and rocking um, real soon in Athens. Yeah, I mean, I think it, and this has been said a lot. Invest in basketball. If you invest in it, you're going to be good. They've invested in tennis on multiple occasions. Tennis has been really good, although it slipped just a little bit. But I think these new these new facilities will help. Uh, they've invested in baseball. Finally, look what look what's happening. Uh, they've invested in you know obviously they keep investing in golf and men's golf. Seem you know continues to crank out PGA Tour professionals. Uh, you sense a trend here. Mm-hmm. Got to invest. We invest big dollars into football. And <laughs> Kirby Kirby does nothing but you know deliver two national championship appearances, winning one of them, and probably in 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 a good position to land Arch Manning, who I never thought in a million years would come to Georgia. Credit to Buster Faulkner a lot on that. He's he's mm-hmm. he's one of the relationship drivers on that on that whole deal. So I, I think if I'm Mike White. Going, you know, taking this thing back to Mike White, I think I go to Kirby and say, "Hey, you know, what, what do you know? What is your strategy, and kind of how can I build that into basketball? You know, and just pick his brain. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm sure Kirby would love to would love to sit down with Mike White because I, I think they're, you know, they've got to bounce off of each other. I mean, Kirby can promote basketball a little bit, and basketball can, you know, obviously help Kirby promote football a little bit." You know, every, every little bit doesn't hurt. So, you know, I, I think you, I think you got to do your due diligence and pick the brain of Scott Strickland. How's he been able to get guys into baseball? You know, Manny Diaz, how's he been able to get, you know, elite tennis players, you know, all the, you know, Courtney Coupets, she's struggling right now with gymnastics, but they've actually brought in a pretty good recruiting class. So we're going to see how that goes. So I, I don't know, like, I, I like the hire. I think he's. I think he's saying all the right things. Time will tell, but I, we got nowhere to go but up. So that's exciting. Yeah, you know exactly. Like you said, time will tell, but that clock's ticking, my guy. Um, it's ticking. I think the. I think everybody's hungry, you know, for yeah. basketball mm-hmm. to get on point. You know, the, the girls had a great showing in their tournament. Um, I think it's time for the boys to pull their weight, and like yeah. you said. And like I've said, just a second ago, invest in the sport and great things will happen. I think, I think Georgia basketball is about to turn the tide. It's about we're about to have some fun in the Coliseum. Yes, we are in the Stegosaurus. That's right, baby. Mike White in the Stegosaurus, and then whoever the women's side is. Um, but you know, yeah. going to that topic, uh, you know, Texas A&M obviously uh, has just hired Joni Taylor. Uh, right out from under us. I, I don't know the whole details of what it was, why this was, but you know, you know, I, I appreciate what Joni's done during her time here. She's made a huge impact on all the players that she's coached uh, within this Georgia program. So, um, A and M's getting, a, I think A and M's getting a great coach. Uh, I think they've done a good job of, you know, stealing her, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I mean, you're exactly right. I remember waking up on the other morning and seeing it. Um, I thought it was a prank. I was um, like, wait, wait a they, second. They just played last night. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but apparently this has been going on for a while. Um, 
you know, everybody kind of knew what was going on, you know, which is good. You know, it just wasn't blindsided or anything. So, um, but, but the search is on for a new coach. Um, you know, I just saw that um, the coach from uh, UCF landed in Athens today, uh, Averson Henderson. Um, but two names stick out to me right now. Uh, Jackson State women's head coach Tamika Reed. Um, she's done a great job at Jackson State. Um, you know, she, she's a fiery coach. Um, and the coach at Savannah State, Cedric Baker, um, who's done a great job at, at Savannah State. Those guys, those girls put a whooping on everybody. And one thing that he does so well, all, a lot of those girls aren't on full scholarship. You know, he's got those girls playing hard. I'm talking about they're stomping a mud hole in people, um, beating them by 40-something points. You know, like the Don Staley of that league over there. That's him. You know, so um, those are two names to stick out. We, we missed out on the Ole Miss head coach. Um, I think Ole Miss, you know, pulled out the pocketbook to keep her. Um, so back to the drawing board. But now you got to get a coach who can retain the, the commits we already have and who can also recruit as well. You know, Joey did a great job recruiting. She did a great job of pulling girls from everywhere, from across the country. Um, so you're going to have to get somebody that's going to come in, relate to the girls, um, relate to the program, um, and keep the tradition of Georgia basketball going on the women's side. Yeah, just keep that momentum and, and take it to the next level. I heard Barker might be hitting the transfer portal too. So whoever whoever gets hired is going to be have an integral part in keeping, uh, keeping Barker in, intact. Mm-hmm. So um, that's going to be it. You got you got to keep those girls there. That's how kind of feel um, what's been going on. So it's going to be real interesting to see what goes on in the next couple of days. Yeah, and I think we've got some good candidates uh, on you know in the fold. Katie Abrahamson, Abrahamson Henderson or whatever uh, from UCF. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I butchered that one. Uh, <laughs> Tamika Reed. I, I really like that one. I mean, I think you know. We can't go wrong with any one of those three. So give me any one of those three. We're good. We are good. So I'm just, I'm just hopeful that basketball on both sides can, can really start to be a perennial sweet 16 elite eight, make a few runs at a final four every once in a while uh, type programs. Men's men's side got a long way to go. Women's side is much, much closer. So a couple notes on baseball. Uh, got a, got a series coming up at Kentucky. That should be fun. Uh, Jonathan Cannon, um, versus Cole Stupp, Garrett Brown versus Darren Williams. And then Sunday is to be announced, uh, TBA. So if you want to watch it, it's going to be on sec network plus on Friday, Sunday, it's going to be on the sec network. Uh, on the real, on the, on the real one. So if you want to watch some college baseball Sunday, uh, while you're planning on watching the Elite Eight, uh, that would be uh, something good there. Georgia comes into this one 17 and four, two and one in conference. Kentucky comes into this thing 15 and seven, 0 and three in the SEC. Um, there's going to be cold. It's going to be cold and windy up here, uh, up in Lexington. So um, I should ask. I, I didn't realize we were playing Kentucky this week. I should ask Vinny about about how how their baseball team was going. So, but. Uh, they're usually pretty pretty sporty, um, you know. They they don't they don't really scare me per se, but you know they are playing Georgia, which is a nationally ranked team. So you know, it, it they're they, they're going to be rocking. Um, it's going to be cold, but you know those people going to be in the stands. Um, 
So I think if we can come out of here, you know, with two games, I, I think we'll be sitting pretty. Yeah, it's just win the series and you're and you're good to go. Are you concerned about the bullpen at all? I mean, we we took a we took a, a twenty to three thumping on Sunday. Are you, are you concerned, or is that just one of those every once in a while in college baseball you're going to get a perfect storm type situation? Yeah, I think it's kind of like the Vanderbilt situation last year in the championship game. Um, Rockers on the mound, um, you know, and they they kind of figured him out. You know, baseball is just is just like basketball. Sometimes you know, some games they they're just on you, and there's really nothing you can do about it. Yeah, um, just you're you're a little bit off. Your time is off at the plate. Um, you're not hitting your spots on pitching. You get an error or two here, here and there. It kind of takes steals the momentum away from you. So. Um, you know, twenty twenty two uh, um, to to nil is, is a lot, but at the same time, I mean, as long as you regroup and bounce back, you know, find find next opponent, go to work. I think you'd be fine. Yeah, you, you should be fine. I mean, I think they, you know, obviously they had some good, uh, they they had some good uh, good karma back on their side Tuesday. Um, two hit relief against Georgia State, so the, they got a little bit back. On track, closer Jake Gowan uh, continues his role. Jaden Woods again uh, as a setup guy. I think those two are going to be integral as as we go throughout the course of the season. Uh, Luke Wagner is going to going to be called on to to uh, to pitch some some big innings down the stretch. He's got to get healthy. Um, he struggled against Mississippi State a little bit. Uh, Bruce Bryce Malier, uh He's you know. He's on the travel roster for the first time, so we'll see what he can do. It just, you know, and, and I think every team goes through this. You know, every team, including major league teams, they all go through bullpen issues and, and have guys that are on sometimes and are, are not on. Sometimes it's just the nature of the beast. You know, re- relief pitching is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, you know, it's like in football. You know, you get a quarterback. You know, you got guys running wide up. You just can't hit them. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of factors that goes into it, um, especially mm-hmm. in baseball. When you don't hit your spot, those games get real long and real boring. And, I mean, it just seems like you can't get off the field. You know, right. so um, I, th- I think I, I think Kentucky's a good matchup for us. I think we'll bounce back. I think the weather, I think adversity right now is good for us. You know, because when we start hitting the Vandys and the Floridas and the South Carolinas of the world, I think, Doing this, you know, getting thumped like we did on Sunday, uh, bouncing back on Tuesday and hitting the series this weekend is going to be good for us. Absolutely. And uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited that we finally got some re- relevancy in, in baseball. Uh, so, since 2008, we, we kind of hit that. We kind of hit rock bottom and, and are, are making our way back up the hill. So um, if you're if you're not on Twitter, uh, at Believe Network just shouted me out. This is uh, th- there's only three hosts in the entire Believe Network that had Arkansas in the Elite Eight. I was one of them. It's because you're awesome. You need to play lottery. I know. I like. I should have. I, I should have went on Bet Online and 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 played played yeah. that, uh, but I didn't because I'm kind of shy. I'm just. I'm just glad I missed it. My little boy was running around yelling daddy the whole time. So I missed it by like a minute. And I was like, as soon as they lost, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> because I'd have been <laughs> real upset. If yes. 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 I know that would have, that would have, uh, cause like, you know, deep down, like Gonzaga just isn't, isn't battle tested. Yeah. 
They're they're not. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't they're play just, in a league that that's physical. You know, as much yeah. as the SEC. You know, in the SEC, you got Auburn, especially on the West side. Arkansas has been battle tested for real. Yeah. You know, with, with Auburn and LSU, um, Tennessee. You know, in the SEC tournament game. So I mean, it's 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 just great basketball right now, and I, and I love it. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm not even a basketball guy, but I love March Madness. I know I'm, I'm way far away from being a basketball guy. Like I should have not watched a long time ago because I would have probably won <laughs> way more bracket pools by not overthinking it. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I just go with feel, you know, I feel like they'll do well, you know, and I just kind of ride with it. Yeah. Kind of bit me in the butt last week with my parlay, but you know, yeah. right now I'm feeling good. Hopefully. I- I'm finally Come on, that dude. Per- I need y'all to win. I know, right? I'm finally that person that as, every- as he goes and dunks the ball. <laughs> I Dang love it, it. Texas Tech. I know, I know. It's crazy. Um, yeah, Texas Tech is going to be a tough out. They're real long. They're real fast. They're real. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's two back to back turnovers already. Yep. Four, four points already. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, about the. Coach K is about to go off here. Coach K, is, Coach K is about to lose his freaking. Mind. <laughs> He's about to lose it. I'm about to lose my mind, and I think I like it. Um, so spring football has come mm-hmm. upon us. Uh, we talked when we in the uh, if you go back and listen to the welcome Stacy Searles episode. Um, we welcomed him. There's some. Uh, there were some off- offensive line developments uh, since we uh, since we last talked. Some uh, Xavier Truss has moved into guard. He's getting reps at left guard. Uh, Tate Ratledge is, uh, you know, he's getting healthy as well. Um, obviously, Broderick Jones is getting first look at left tackle, and then Warren McClendon and, and Amarius Mims are battling out for that right tackle spot. So, and then Cedric Van Pran, of course, at center. I like the lineup. Um, I think Sims is going to step up. Um, I think he's got, he's going to have to play somewhere. Um, yeah. I think I saw an article where McClendon, um, he's been a vocal leader, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he really turned it on uh, when the playoffs hit. Um, you know, I, I think he was not really passive, but he wasn't as aggressive as I thought, as I wanted him to be, um, especially yeah. in the run game. But he was, he was really good in the passing game. Um, but I think he kind of turned it on as the year went on, which gave him some momentum into um, spring football. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a great battle between him and Sims. Um, I think Sims, I mean, Mims, I keep saying Sims, but I think Mims yeah. has to play at, at some yeah. point in this year. Um, it's going to be like Russian roulette right now, you know, and musical chairs, just figuring out you know, the best combination. Once you figure out the combination, I think they can roll. I think it's yeah. going to be a fight to see. Is, is there a scenario where McClendon maybe goes? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure that I trust Xavier Trust a little. Um, I, I don't know that he's a starter, but you know, one. I think one of these tackles has to move into guard if you're going to get all these guys on the field together. Yeah, I, I think at some point, um, you know, we were solidified at center, which, which is the most important position on the field. Yeah. Um, because he's got some ball every single time. Um, but I think at your tackles, I think you got to figure out the can we protect, um, can we set the edge, um, mm-hmm. and things like that. So, 
you know, if one can't do it, now you just switch, switch McClendon over. Um, I think he'll be good at left. Um, and then you put Mims over at right, and you, you just you just roll with it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I'm whatever whatever Coach Searles decides to do. I, I mean, he's got his work cut out for him, obviously, and he's still trying to get to know these guys. So, whatever you see during the spring is probably not going to be anywhere close to what the starting lineup is going to be. Um, and it's not even close to being decided yet. So I think the people getting their panties in a bunch of the Marius Mims is not the starting one of the starting tackles. It's a little bit premature. <laughs> yeah. I, I think if, <laughs> I think if he didn't show too much last year, um, I think he's still being evaluated right now, but in a lot of that comes from the head man. Um, he watches it every day, you know, so um, if you didn't see it last year in him, and he's kind of seen it now, yeah. um, you know, he still has to build that trust, especially with the offensive line. So, I mean, they got to protect, number one, got to protect the guy that's not run. Mm-hmm. What what five combination, you know, gives us that? So I think the spring is going to be good. The spring is going to be telling. Um, I think if they compete, like Coach Kirby wants them to do every day, I think it's going to be really, really fun to watch his offensive line grow together under the leadership of Stacey Searles now. You know, you know what's crazy is that there's 19 early enrollees getting involved in practice. That's great. Um, it is, it's very I great that it. you see that. But you know, it's great. I mean, one one thing I love about this coaching staff is they're not a lot, they're not scared to play freshmen. No, um, they're not. I, and I and I think that if you can get a freshman come in and compete, you take your lumps already, and then after that, when he's a sophomore, he's a junior. He's ready to go, you know. So I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that. Um, you know, yeah, if they can ball, they can ball. You know, yeah. So let For the sure. boys play. Let let them let them rock and roll. But you know, some guys that are going to have some really big shoes to fill. And we talked about this with uh, Coach Fran Brown. Is Kamari Laster, Nylon Green, and Dalen Everett? You know, they're taking mm-hmm. a lot of reps with the ones and twos. They're taking advantage of. You know, I guess you could call it depth concerns. I mean, I guess you have to have. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, I guess, media people have to find concerns somewhere. Um, so I guess, I guess, DB is the first place to look. We're going to be just fine. There's going to be plenty of guys that can that can play. Uh, you know, they might not be as consistent as the group that just left us, but they're going to be just fine, especially corner. Kamari Laster is extremely talented. Nylon Green comes in with. You know, they all got the physical tools and the aggressiveness. And Fran Brown is, I feel like, is a perfect, perfect person to develop him. I mean, he he's on he's on track to be a head coach in the very near future. He was he was an associate head coach with under Greg Schiano at Rutgers. I know they thought a lot of him in that program. He's one of the reasons why that that Rutgers defense was was pretty tough and pretty gnarly. Um, unfortunately. Rutgers is Rutgers and they play in the big 10. So the record and some of their games didn't reflect how tough they played and how, how much of a pain in the ass they were for other teams. So, you know, I, I think you're going to see a little bit of that with, with this group. Yeah. I think uh, we, we know one corner position is already locked up at Ringo. Um, we know that um, he's coming back. He's going to be a sophomore and he's going to be ready. He's going to be hungry when he comes back the other corner. I think last year and Nottingham have to battle it out. And I think that whoever's the most consistent, you know, whichever one can tackle, I think that's most important because we're we live in a world of bubble screens. Yeah. Bubble screens and outside run. So gotta um, gotta be up and tackle. gotta be physical. 
and and who can play man because we know uh, Keely can. Whoever can play man, mm-hmm. um, take some stress off the safety a little bit. Uh, I think you know it's going to win that spot. And if not, you can use the other one at star. Um, mm-hmm. You can possibly move one to safety. I mean, I think That's there's right. a lot of combination, you know, in which you can get all those guys on the field. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So. Um, before we, uh, before we continue on with our, with our spring football stuff, we're going to talk about the quarterbacks here in just a second, but I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you about, uh, one of our newer sponsors. They're not our newest sponsor because they've been with us for, for a little bit now, but I'm gonna let you, uh, I'm gonna let you kind of talk about this. I'm gonna kind of tell you what it's all about. I'm gonna let you kind of give the product review and, uh, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the same, uh, after I order mine. So, and, and that company I'm talking about is Athletic Greens. It takes tons of people take multivitamins, of course, but it's important to choose one that's top quality with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blends of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly. It's a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar, no chemicals or artificial anything. So reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year of uh, a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Man, that's that's pretty good. So all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. Athletic Greens take ownership of your health. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So Israel, when, when we talk about Athletic Greens, I, I saw you post it when you first got it. You've been using it for what, two weeks? Yeah. How does it make you feel? Man, it's awesome. Um, you know, we, we start our early morning workout on our 6.30 morning. Um, I take it on the way um, to work out. Um, it, it's great. Um, you know, I, I advise if you do get it, do not mix it with milk. Um, milk is a one. bad it's choice. Uh, yeah. No, it, don't, don't do it. Um, it, it just it just kind of clumped up a little bit, but water's great. Um, it's it's not very earthy, you know. How, how it's, it's athletic greens, yeah, you know. But the first taste is going to be this is very green, but uh, it has a fruity taste, fruity aftertaste. It doesn't have a bad aftertaste at all, um, and it keeps me going throughout the day, uh, you know. And you start to notice little things um, as you go along. Um, I can't grow a beard, you know. I can't grow a full beard, kind of like Corey can, um, but. You know, after taking a few, after these, what, two weeks now, uh, starting to come in. You know, I, I love it. Um, the poor, um, the, the month description. So I'll get back here in a couple of I mean, do you review the, I mean, from the most you did these last couple of I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm excited, man. I, I think, you know, I, I think I need to improve my gut health. Of course, Huck is going to make me age way more and, you know, just focus. I just haven't been real focused lately. I just need more energy. I just need a boost, man. Um, I don't necessarily need the, the, the beard health here. I don't really, you know, I don't really need any support there. Um, see, I, I think your wife is probably going to be like, 
probably for football season, you know, cause you don't shave for the entire football season. You're going to have one of those ZZ top beards, you know, it's like comes down to here. We, we just hired, a, we just hired our D line coach and, and he, he has one of these beards. His name's his campus support. He has a beard that comes down to here. It's glorious, man. And of course he's got like real short hair on the top, you know, it's all, it's all on his yeah. face. Yeah. I'm trying to go. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get my Rick Ross on here. There you go. I, yeah. I left the, yeah. before. I don't know. One of my new injuries to my knee here. Um, <laughs> um, and I wasn't, I've had taken a break and I had no other news because the problems are, um, you know, that talks about good. It really hurts. That's no upset or anything like that. So, I mean, it's what if you order the product. Well, yeah. You order the product. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so, so check it out. Athletic greens. You got to take, got to take command of your health. Um, going back to going back to quarterbacks and, and spring football. Uh, you know, one of the things that, um, one of the things that's interesting, obviously Stetson Bennett comes back. He was the subject of a jeopardy question, but I um, want to talk about the, the guys behind him, you know, talk about the future of the position. Carson Beck comes back as the, as the other veteran. Uh, then you have Brock Vandergriff and Gunnar Stockton, uh, in, in the mix as well. Um, all, all these guys are progressing quite nicely. Um, I, you know, which one of these do we honestly think is going to emerge as the number two? Um, I think Carson Beck, um, we saw him throw, um, to George Pickens, you know, at, at pro day. And that, that's who George, that's who George picked. Um, so I think it's going to be back as long as he can, you know, keep it rolling. Um, but I'm interested to see these these two youngsters and um, Van der Griff and uh, Gunnar Stockton. I'm interested to see, you know, how, how they come in and compete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think it's Carson Beck. I think it's going to be a really good battle between Carson Beck and Seth Bennett. Of course, Seth Bennett kind of gets not already because he is our national championship quarterback. Um, yeah. But, you know, judging from his press conference the other day, um, Kirby you know, kind of lit a fire up under him saying, hey, son, it, it, it's not just your position. You know, you still yeah. have to compete for it. And I think he embraces that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I hope we don't lose Carson Beck um, simply be- because, you know, Stetson's starting. Um, even if, you know, Stetson finishes out the year this year, I think Carson still has two more. And yeah. the um, Vander Griffin Gunner still have, what, three more? Four more because yeah, Gunner's brand three. new, so Gunner has four. Uh, Brock has five, unless or Brock Brock may have four too, because Brock may have may have taken a red shirt because yeah. he didn't, he didn't yeah, play. We'll, we'll be set at quarterback, and, and if Arch Manning comes in as well, I think I think we'll have, we'll have a a slew of quarterback, you know, to go after. So um, it's going to be a tight race. Um, I think it's that's his job to lose, but I think if Carson Beck does what he's supposed to, do, I think he'll push it. Which, you know, if you got a quarterback behind the starter, I mean, that, that just makes your starter even that much better. Yeah, because you know Stetson's not going to be able to just sit back and, and be comfortable. I, I think that's part of what made Jake Fromm not as effective in 2019 
um, because, exactly, exactly because what made him not effective. He, yeah, he, he didn't, didn't have, have any, any competition. Body. Yeah, he, he wasn't exactly. in danger. In 2017, he was in danger. In 2018, he definitely was. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not so sure that if Justin Fields sticks around, that Justin Fields is not the starter in 2019. Yeah. A, B, um, you know, with the disastrous hiring of of James Coley as offensive coordinator. Uh, I don't know that Justin Fields plays up to his potential either. So, but you know, I, I think you have to have that competition if you're going to have, if you're going to play up to a high level and you got to have that constant, exactly. Hey, I better be on my game. Cause if not this guy right over here, 15, 12 or, or 14, whatever number gunner is going to be. One of these guys is going to take my job and exactly. you, you do and not you want have- that to happen three bona fide quarterback gurus in the room and Monk and Bobo and Buster Faulkner, mm-hmm. you know, so there's no reason for the quarterbacks to, you know, falter by any means. Right. Um, and, I, and I definitely don't think that's going to happen. I mean, there, there's a reason why there's three quarterback guys, three proven offensive coordinators in mm-hmm. that room. Exactly. Exactly. And Buster is probably out of, out of those three, obviously the, the best recruiter, uh, followed by Bobo and then of course Monken. But uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to kind of see how the the quarterback room unfolds. I, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I think you're going to get a lot of a lot of solid solid things. You're going to get a great competition. I I can't wait to read about these uh, scrimmages they're going to have. I can't wait to watch G Day and just kind of see how these guys play. So um, I'm, uh, I'm 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 good with it. So. But uh, we're uh, that that timer is 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 ticking down. Uh, we, we've got under a minute, and I'm not talking about under a minute in relation to the NCAA March Madness, where it's actually 30 minutes. But um, <laughs> so we we got about a minute 45 left. I saw a thing. Uh, David Cutcliffe has a new gig. Have you seen this? I saw that he's going to be kind of the SEC liaison um, for relations and things like that, which I think the SEC needs. Yeah. Um, and you got a guy who's had NFL um, ties. Um, he's been in the ACC. And I think he'll do well in the SEC as far as the leadership role that he's in. Um, I think you got to have a guy that can kind of speak to the to the teams, you know, kind of see what's going on. Um, Greg Sankey, you know, he, he's the commissioner and everything, but he can't be everywhere at one time. And I think it's great to have a guy who can go into these places and, you know, kind of see what's going on. Right. Right. So that, that'll be a perfect role for him. I, I think he'll, I think he'll be, you know, this would be a good uh, second career for, for old David, for old coach cut. I think they're going to make Ed Orgeron the, uh, the, the director uh, liaison between uh, Greek life and the sec. Yeah. Cause he, he's partying <laughs> up on spring break, baby. Yeah. He's uh he's partying up and mixing it up. Apparently. Look, I, I just it, hope I look like him when I get that age. I mean, I know, he is man. ripped up, baby. That guy's buff, man. He's like 50-something, right? Yes. I'm, yes. I'm working he's on still, it. He's still getting after it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm not, I'm not anywhere near buff right now. My, <laughs> my arms are buff, but I need, I, need to, I need to get where I have a six-pack, walking around with a six-pack. So I, uh, just go play basketball with your kids like I do. Get your cardio in. I know, right? I need to do that more. We played ultimate frisbee today in PE. So, mm-hmm. um, see, the thing is, thing is, I have PE every other day. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not like your school where you probably have it every day. Or I'm not yeah, a full time PE teacher. Yeah, like I, that's not me. I wish I was, but it's not yeah. me. 
So, so look, I, I commend all you real teachers. I'm a real teacher, but I'm not a real teacher, if that makes sense. Yeah, you're a real teacher, but not. Yeah, you get to wear. I understand. I, I know because I, I have a foot in both worlds. But then again, <laughs> like I, I teach film and TV. So am I really a real teacher? No, I'm not you really. Some cool stuff. Yeah. But like real teachers are like English, math, history, yeah. science. That's what I don't want to be a part of. Yeah. Stuff, you know, kids, kids enjoy coming to my class for my content. Not necessarily me, but my content. Like we have some of the best English teachers in the world, but you wouldn't know it because the kids hate English. <laughs> I was one of them. Yeah, I didn't. Well, my 12th grade English teacher was like, as long as I've kept the bulletin board out in the main main hallway full of newspaper articles, that was gonna get my A. So that came that that came very easy to me. We have a really we have a really cool science department. We we we're doing these in, in our faculty meetings. Not to get too off topic here. This is uh, believe in education, but um, we have academy meetings. Which like I don't know if you guys are on the academy system or not, but our, like we have academies built around our CTE classes, and mm-hmm. so in our academies we have our own like we have our own couple science teachers that belong to our academy. And social mm-hmm. studies and English and math. So we, every academy has representatives from each department in their academy. So we're doing these instructional strategy presentations. And so, uh, day before spring break, it's uh, science's turn to go. We meet once a week as an academy and uh, science, a uh, science department. So our academy science people get up there and uh, they, they, uh, they talk about like, doing doing their big thing is icebreakers like in science you you know you have icebreakers you can do like cool stuff with with science icebreakers and things and observations and you know they talked about how they you know how how they run their science classes but this guy's like okay what do you observe and like it's like a candle is and he lit it is like all right what do you observe now so he lit the candle on fire and then he goes okay and he took a bite out of it like he, he just bit it in half like Everybody's like, what? Come to find out it was a cheese stick. There's a mozzarella stick. Yeah, it was a cheese stick. <laughs> but he didn't well, tell you me know, that. What's crazy? You said icebreaker. So he said, all right, what do you see? I see a candle. And he lit on fire. Next thing I'm looking at is the wick. Yeah. Which, you know, kind of would have gave it away. And now it's melting. I'm like, wait a minute. Now you're buying like, aha, you got me. Yeah. Well, he did it also quick. Like, you, you didn't know, like, it all happened like that. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Needless to say, I was like, okay, what, what do you got to say next? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you like so, teach me more, please. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I go week after next, so that that'll be fun. But that's gonna do it for us, man. That's gonna that's gonna wrap it up. For us. I'm excited about, about Georgia, everything that's going on. Spring sports are kicking up. Softball is doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and our new coach is there over there. Um, Just so, had a huge win over over Clemson. Had a walk-off win over got, Clemson. Got, got, it's some, some great times in that. And spring football is coming up. Mm-hmm. I don't think about going down, taking my wife down to the um, alumni barbecue and going to watch the game. So um, we're, we're going we're going, we're going to party it up. 
Party it up in Athens, man. Do it. Do do what you do. Uh, they have a coach's clinic there uh, starting, I guess, tonight, maybe. Um, Kirby Smart's having a having his annual coaches clinic. Mike Vrabel is uh, the keynote speaker. So that'll be, that would, that'll be fun if you're attending. I just got back from Naples, so I can't really, we just got back from spring break. So I can't really like jump, jump back into having time off. I think my principal would, would not enjoy that. So, um, but yeah, so yeah, very exciting times in Athens. Uh, finally, for the first time in a long time, you know, you just name the spring sport and, and I'm excited about it. That, that hadn't always been the case. You know, baseball has always been just kind of like, oh, okay, it's baseball. But baseball season, but they're, they're doing well. They're, they're doing good. Um, gymnastics just finished up strong. Um, women's basketball just finished up strong. We just hired a new coach, looking for a new coach for women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Tennis is rolling, golf is rolling. Um, so, I mean, it, it, Georgia's producing, you know, some awesome product right now. Yeah. Um, we just had Pro Day. Yeah. Um, so, so there's that. Um, so it's an exciting time in Athens right now. So um, yeah. I'm excited to see, you know, what what guys what guys we're going to be talking about next week that that stood out to us. You know, after these practices, um, yeah. especially after the bad practice they said they had the other day uh, before yeah. the coach Kirby. Um, so <laughs> yeah, they're all bad. I mean, it's be, <laughs> <laughs> we can We all can't have perfect practices like Lincoln Riley. I know. Um, I mean, so, the greatest practice of all of all time in the history of football. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see as, as this thing goes along, and I can't wait for this next football season to come along. And we're yeah. here talking about our matchup with Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna be right on us real quick. It's gonna be on us before you know it. We'll be talking about media days. There you go. So, but. uh that's going to do it for us. That's going to wrap it up. If you uh, if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, make sure you uh, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Our Facebook page is like the 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 the, the page that's growing the most. So that, you know we, we get you know twelve fifteen new likes per day right now. We're we're almost up to a thousand on the Facebook page. Uh, you know the, the the Twitter stuff is 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 growing a little bit, so uh, I'm excited about that. Ravon Sports is is a is a big driver and uh, and helping us grow at this moment, so I'm I'm excited to see that. And we got a lot of exciting things coming down the pike. Uh, NFL draft talk. We're gonna get Joe DeLeon. I'm gonna work on that, getting him on to talk mm-hmm. NFL draft uh, and, and where all these Georgia players fit. And from there, we'll talk G Day. Probably throw in some little bit of masters, and um, before I let you go, uh, Tyreek Hill, Matt Ryan, the two two biggest trades that happened just recently in the in the NFL. Deshaun Watson, what do you what do you think about those trades? Uh, I think I think it's I think this football season is going to be rather entertaining, um, especially with Tyreek going to the Dolphins. Um, you got Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Yeah, um, Tyreek Hill. You know, I think I just said him, but. Um, Matt Ryan finally leaving Atlanta um, yeah. after everybody said he sucked and they were really sad that he left. Um, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta, you know, fans can't make up their mind. They hate him and then they're sad that he left. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, let's just see what happens. Um, Mark, we, um, we, but uh, you know, Atlanta just signed Marcus Mariota, which means they have to take quarterback in the first round. They have yeah. to. They have to. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I hope Malik Willis. You know, he's a hometown guy. He went to Roswell, um, very good player. 
yeah. they're able to get him. Um, I think that'll be good for the team. So uh, it's going to yeah. be interesting to see, you know, how, how this thing whole pans out, you know, mm-hmm. especially with Indy trying to get Julio now too as well. You reunite them, man. That's what you got to do. Reunite them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, if you want more, uh, if you want more SEC content, check us out. Uh, SEC After Dark, that airs every Wednesday night. That's up on the podcast channel as well, Beast of the East, that uh, Israel will get you back in the fold next week. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, our, our bread and butter right here. And, uh, you know, a show that I'm not on, but Jake is on, Jake Thomas and uh, Stacy Blackwood, uh, our Bama friends, uh, Best of the West. So check them out as well. Um, you'll probably see that streaming on, on this channel too. So, um, We thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next week on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network and Brinks TVs. uh, And we're presented by betonline.ag. Eat your athletic greens and watch the March Madness, win some money. And we'll see you back here next week. And uh, we'll, we'll talk all about it and recap it all and get you ready for the final four. Go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.